It's with great sadness that RSN Racing and Sport announces the passing of Dean Lester. As we know, Dean had been recently diagnosed with cancer and he was anticipating a battle against the illness. But in the last week, his health fell away suddenly. From everyone at RSN, on behalf of the huge family of listeners and racing participants, we extend our condolences to Dean's mother, Sandra, and his partner, Leanne. Dean has left behind a life of courage, a story that revolved around racing, a story that showed an unmatched passion. That passion started when he was just three or four years of age. I was uh, an only child, but so I was rather spoiled. I uh, enjoyed all the things that uh, young boys uh, get up to with uh, sport. It was all part of my life, uh, cricket, footy, golf, tennis, whatever I could play, squash, uh, whatever we get our hands on, play sport. And, uh, and of course, horses were always uh, lurking in the background there. I'd just taken horses for granted, if you like, and, and always had horses in the paddock. And when the opportunity came, gave them a ride, but uh, got a little bit more serious about it when I was about 13. As Dean grew up into his teens, he knew that his life was going to be different. I was born with a condition called spina bifida and I'd get teased at school and, you know, I didn't understand, like, you know, I, I didn't know what the fuss was and I can remember it as vividly as anything. I was running late to school one morning and I turned around the corner at year eight and I started, saw myself walking towards uh, a door and so I saw my reflection, saw how I walked and I, then I understood why, uh, you know, the kids thought that was a bit weird. So, you know, because my, my legs would go outwards a bit. So, uh, you know, I, that was a really vivid memory when I was about 14. In 2002, at the races, there was a moment when Dean noticed a change in his condition. I worked the Swan Hill Carnival every year, and in 2002, I went to the carnival and I was really, I felt really, um, my legs were starting to not work how I wanted. I felt really a bit scared being at the races uh, to be honest and I remember leaving the course that day and thought the next time I'm here I don't think I'll be walking off the course and I stewed on it for about six weeks and then I went to a place called Scooters Australia and got advice on getting an electric scooter you know how I should go about it and I had to virtually hand over my independence of walking in lots of ways to a machine. By the mid-1990s Dean was enjoying his position as a Cranbourne track clocker, but he was keen to step up into a media role. He sent the management of the then 3UZ letter after letter, asking for a position on air. It was the 11th letter that did it. Even today, it's surreal because when I grew up as a kid, my alarm went off at 6.30 every day and I listened to 3UZ. I've absolutely grown up with the station and one, to actually be on it and then to have you know, made a career out of being on the station. It's still, even today, a bit surreal. And uh, now, you know, I love the place. Through this time, Dean Lester had been building a huge following across 3UZ, now RSN. But he wasn't just helping the listeners. There were the trainers and jockeys that often called for his expertise and wisdom. For Dean, there was nothing like tipping the listeners a winner, but there were incredible moments on the track as well. The best? The quarterback winning the new market, trained by Dean's mate, Robbie Griffiths. To have uh, the quarterback win a group one and beat and beat two icons, really, in Blackheart, Barton, Chautauqua, uh, it, was, it was something else. And you know, he was a horse that gee, we thought that that was the level he was going to get to, and it was such a journey 
quite remarkable. Across the track with 100 metres to go. Blackheart Bart, the quarterback coming at him. Blackheart Bart, the quarterback, they hit the line. The quarterback, I think, from Blackheart Bart and a photo finish. In 2017, Dean's battles with his health took another turn for the worse. I had a little wound on the back of my leg uh, from late 2017, and it just wouldn't quite heal. It was never, it was never aggressive. It was just, it, it was more than a skin graze, uh, but it wasn't what you'd call a puncture or anything like that. And it, and I was getting it treated, and getting it dressed, and it just wouldn't heal. And I went to uh, a surgeon who then sent me on to another surgeon. I can remember that I was in actually because I taking a little bit of a turn for the worse and I was in ICU and uh, the surgeon came in he had a very glum look on his face and I said how'd it go he said oh not great he said uh, you've now got a 12 centimetre hole in your leg and um, yeah you had a lot of infected tissue there so uh, this is going to take a long time to heal. The treatment meant Dean had to lie still on his side for 16 long months as he courageously continued to present his previews on air. Dr Andrew Fuller who's the the head of uh, infectious diseases at uh, the Alfred Hospital, he, he just bluntly said to me, he said, you've got to lay on your side until this heals. Uh, and I said, what, otherwise uh, amputation of the leg? He said, no, otherwise death. And okay. I said, okay. It wasn't only the horses that Dino loved. Movies, TV, music, from Powderfinger to Springsteen and Go West. And, of course, his beloved Saints. Dean has said he wouldn't change anything. His love for racing and his love for the characters around the game. A love that lives forever. I love the resilience of racing people and that they, that, that they dream big. I mean, they, whatever scale they are, whether it is getting ready for a Woolamai picnic race, that they're putting that thought into it, and I love it. Dean Lester, we dip our hat to you. Inspirational, determined, a great mate. Yeah, my life, it's been fantastic. When I say March and When I say Go March and Lord, I want To be in there now When I say Go March